When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I am your podcast host. If you are new to the podcast and this is your absolute first time listening, welcome. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited you're here. If you're returning, I'm equally as excited that you're back and ready for more Healthy Be Human goodness. Today's episode, you guys, is literally... I am so freaking excited. I was like so excited to just grab my mic and hit record. I drafted out a little outline for today's episode and I haven't until recently, like last episode, I also made an outline. And honestly, I don't know why I haven't been doing outlines this whole time. I feel like if anything, it just keeps my brain like more in check and I feel like I give you guys more goodness and I'm just so excited for this episode. But before we get into the topic of the day, you probably already know the topic because of the title, but we're going to do our self-check-ins. If you're new and this is your first time listening, we do self-check-ins every week to check in with our bodies, feel connected, and just kind of like take a moment to press pause in our busy days and see how we're doing. So I want you to just, wherever you are, just take a minute, maybe turn off your phone, close your eyes. If you're driving or walking, obviously don't do that. But, you know, just become very focused for one second. I want you to take a nice big inhale through your nose, filling up your lungs with lots of goodness, just good, clear-minded energy. Hold it at the top. On your exhale, open your mouth and just sigh it out, dropping your shoulders out of your ears, feeling physical stress just leaving your body. One more time here. Big, big inhale through your nose, growing taller as you breathe in all that good air. On your exhale, open your mouth and just sigh it out. Let it all go. Awesome. I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Just ask yourself an answer with zero judgment. Just thinking about it for one second. Now I want you to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Did something happen today? Am I just feeling like this? And now I want you to ask yourself, what is one thing I can do after I listen to this podcast to make my day a little bit better? Maybe you're already having the best day ever, but just think about one thing you can just add to your day for yourself. And now I want you to ask yourself how I drink water in the past 30 minutes. If not, I want you to pause the podcast or keep listening as I also chug water and let's drink water and hydrate our hot bods really fast. Cool. Awesome. Now I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past hour? If you have not stood up, I want you to stand up right now, shake out your legs, swing your arms around, just get some blood flowing in your body. It's so important to make sure we're moving throughout the day, especially if we're sitting at a desk all day working. Like I know sometimes I get in the flow state too, and I'm like, I cannot stand up, but it's so good for us to just move our bodies. And finally, I want you to ask yourself, 
what is one intention I am setting for this week? And your intention is like a why. So what is your big goal you have for this week? Maybe your intention is to wake up a little bit earlier so that you feel like you have the morning for yourself. Maybe it's taking control of your day and scheduling things out so that you don't feel so overwhelmed and rushed. Just think about it. Awesome. Okay, so I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're feeling checked in and ready to listen to some awesome just heart-to-heart, chat-to-chat like we're FaceTiming right now. I'm going to share with you some amazing just tips and tricks that I have to feel more connected with your body and to just heal your body image. It's a little bit more of a part two of last week's episode. And you guys, it was so funny because I received so many messages that were like, Callie, can you please make the episode longer? And I was like, okay, well, you know what? We're gonna do part two then. So I'm really excited to give you guys like not really like a part two, but it's more of a continuation of the similar topic. So I have some just more tips and tricks. The basic broad topic is like when you're feeling low, like you're not feeling good in your body and you're just struggling with your body image, it's really important to kind of figure out like, okay, I think I'm just, I'm like not feeling connected to my body. So whenever you're feeling like that, you're obviously not connected to your body. So the topic today is how to connect to your body. But before we get into the topic, I feel like I've said that 5,000 times, but before we get into the topic, I want to give you like a little bit of a life update. You guys always love the life update. So here we go. I moved to New York City uh, like three weeks ago now, and honestly, it has been amazing. I truly, truly have been so obsessed with the city, but I did mention in my weekly newsletter, if you haven't already subscribed to the weekly newsletter for the sweaty studio, by the way, you guys, I'm like rambling right now, but the sweaty studio is my online Pilates studio slash online community. So the podcast, everything falls under it. So make sure you sign up and subscribe to the newsletter. I will link it in the show notes below how to sign up for the newsletter. Basically every week I give you a newsletter, which like updates it's happening, the studio happening with the podcast tips and tricks I have to make your week better. I have podcast or I have um, weekly obsessions and I have affirmations and a weekly workout schedule. So it's really awesome and definitely subscribe if already you have not. That made no sense. Subscribe if you haven't already. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I think you can tell where my brain is right now. I had matcha. I had a matcha latte today. I did not have coffee. So I think, I don't know if like the caffeine is that different, but like I don't feel like I had my caffeine dosage. Oh, point of the story is I moved to New York and my caffeine addiction has been through the roof recently. I need to like chill out. Like, okay, I'm sorry, but how on earth am I supposed to not drink coffee in New York City if there's a cute coffee shop on every single street? Like this already was an issue for me when I'd come up here to visit my boyfriend. I'd be like spending all my money on oat milk lattes and it was like kind of a running joke with my my community. I was like, hot girl walk, oat milk latte. And now I'm living here. I'm like, okay, well, shoot, I literally have have so many coffee shops on my street. I'm literally going to get acid reflux every five seconds because I'm drinking so much coffee, but that's a whole other thing. And I need to clearly cut back on my caffeine intake. But anyway, we don't use the word cut back. I would prefer the word crowd out my caffeine intake with some tea, some tea and some water. So I'm thinking about maybe starting to get back on my kick with making my like super cute water with like lemons sliced cucumbers and mint in it I think that would help me a lot with wanting to like drink something because I love just like drinking a drink while I'm working and for me it's like coffee is just so yummy and maybe I should get on decaf I'm literally rambling I'm so sorry you guys anyway 
life update. There you go. I'm having some caffeine, whatever, coffee shop addictions. Like we're working on it. It's fine. Maybe I should go to like therapy for it. Um, (laughs) but anyway, jokes aside, I definitely have felt the city has been extremely fast paced. I already knew that, but as someone who loves to work, because I'm literally doing my passion every single day. It's been such a blessing, but I do find that I get very sucked into this workaholic atmosphere of the city and it's hard for me to slow down. So last week I was really finding, I was having crazy high anxiety and I was just not feeling my best. I was almost feeling like I was just floating through the days, not being very present, just working, 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 getting as much done as I could and not being intentional with why I was doing what I was doing. So lo and behold, as always happens, I started to feel sick and I also got my period too. God was like, yo, Callie, like (laughs) you got to slow down, girl. We're going to, I'm going to make you slow down. So I got my period and I was having on Friday, I was having the world's worst period cramps and a raging headache. And on top of it, like yesterday I was feeling so sick and I was just like, oh my gosh, okay, this is God clearly telling me to slow down. Not to mention I kept hearing in every podcast and everything I was reading the word slow down. So I'm going to take that a sign from God that I need to slow down. But that is kind of what I've been going through with the city. It's been awesome. I just feel like this constant, it's almost like I'm in college again. I feel like it's freshman year of college and all of a sudden I have this opportunity to make so many friends and be super social and work so hard. It's like a new chapter and it can be so easy to just want to overextend myself. But I'm clearly, my body's like, you got to, you got to take some time for yourself, Callie. You got to just fill your cup and not leave it so empty and dry, but Yeah. So I was proud of myself though. On this past weekend, I went to a picnic before I started feeling unwell and I cut it short after like three hours. That's still a long time. I was feeling very socially drained. It was such a fun thing, but I was like, I need to just go back to my apartment and just relax. Like I don't feel like I feel very tired from my period. I need to like just go and give myself some me time. So that was awesome. So that was like a step one in the right direction. But if you've also been feeling like you've been rushing about and you're overwhelmed with so much happening in the best of ways, but also maybe not in the best of ways, this is my advice to you to also slow down. Just take a step back, maybe giving yourself five minutes each day to just literally sit in stillness. I went to the water on Sunday and literally just sat there and stared at the river for like 30 minutes. I was like not even on my phone. I was just like, I need to not, I just need some stillness for one second. And it really helped. So I definitely recommend doing that. Also, I've gone into reading again, you guys, reading fiction books. I've been really reading a lot of like self-improvement books, but something about reading self-improvement sometimes just feels like it's still work for me because it is your learning. And I definitely, definitely miss reading fiction. Um, I got this book. I went to a cute little local bookstore and I got this book called Beach Read by, I think it's Emily Henry. I could be wrong on the last name. But it's so good and I've been obsessed with it. I read it all last night and I read it this morning and I just want to read this book. So I'm really excited to read fiction again. So that's also a really great way to slow down is to get a book that's fiction and just a nice little story. Maybe instead of watching TV or a movie and filling your eyes with more screen, because we already have so much screen time every day. I think reading a book is honestly awesome and definitely is hard to sometimes get into reading a book. I went to the pool on, I think that was on Sunday 
or not the pool, the rooftop on Sunday. And I literally was like, I'm going to read this book. And then I scroll on TikTok for over an hour and then read like for five minutes. So it can be hard to get into it, but I promise it's so worth it once you do. I don't know. I recommend the book to anyone, but that's the life update. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> um, now we're going to get into today's episode and I'm really excited because this topic is all about feeling connected in your body and it actually goes hand in hand with I'm launching a challenge starting on the week of July 4th. It is a confidence Pilates challenge. So it's going to be four weeks of workouts that are all focused around helping you build confidence inside and out. So building confidence in your mind and confidence in your body, as well as just building strength at the same time through Pilates workouts. So each week we're going to have a different confident exercise for you to complete, as well as each week will be focused on a different area of the body to strengthen. So it's going to be core confidence at our lower body confidence, upper body confidence, and then total body confidence. That's like the kind of example of what the different weeks are going to be called. So I'm going to have a sign up for that as well in the show notes below. And it's going to start next week. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for this July challenge, you guys. The monthly studio challenges are truly so freaking fun. And if you haven't already joined the studio, definitely join. It's so worth it. And you get a week on me so you can see if you like the studio. Okay. So the episode is feeling connected in the body and I want to just start off by chatting about kind of different things that cause us to feel disconnected in our bodies. And by feeling connected to your body, I mean, when you feel so confident and good in your body and you're like, yes, like I am giving my body what it needs. I feel so good. I feel energized. I feel alive. Like you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, hell yeah. Like, look at me. Like my body's so hot. I'm so hot inside and out. Look at me glowing. Like you feel so good. Do you know what I'm talking about? That energy, like let's say you're going out to like a club or something and you're wearing this really cute dress that you just bought and your hair is all done, your makeup's done. You feel so good and you're just like, yes, it's that energy. So that's how you feel connected. That like, yes, yes, queen energy. So typically whenever we're struggling with feeling a lot of low confidence in our bodies, we're feeling low self-esteem, we're struggling with comparing ourselves to other people, and we're just not feeling like we're enough or we're not doing enough, that is a disconnect. And we're going to tackle what causes disconnects and how to fix them. So, okay, I have five different things that cause disconnects. The first one, and definitely recommend taking notes on this episode, (laughs) is prioritizing other tasks and people. So that is something that can cause a disconnect in your body. I want to go back to that glass half full analogy I was chatting about. So let's imagine you have a cup of water and you're super thirsty and you're like drinking the water and you keep filling it back up, keep drinking more. You're feeling yourself getting hydrated and feeling like the thirst is being clenched, is being clenched, quenched, clenched. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) But when you drink, let's say you're eating like spicy ramen and you drink the water and it like the waiter doesn't come back and fill your water in time and you're having that super spicy mouth and you're like, you're like, holy shit. Like I literally, I can't, I'm, I'm unwell. That feeling is when your cup is not full. And that frequently happens when we are giving our energy externally and not bringing our energy internally. Something that can cause this to happen, and this is a big one. I asked you guys what you're struggling with this week, and a lot of you guys said breakups, relationships, 
all that jazz. And I want to do a whole other episode on relationships. I feel like you guys would love that. But just a little like quick chat about relationships. For me personally, I will proudly come out and say I have been a serial dater for most of my life. For a while, I was very focused on wanting to have a boyfriend so that I was having external validation and I was putting so much energy into my relationships and I would sacrifice my own friendships and my own well-being for this other person because I wanted them to stay with me so bad. And half the time those relationships didn't even work out and as a result, I left the relationship feeling worse about myself. I had no friends and I didn't even know who I was anymore. So if this sounds like something you've been experiencing, maybe you have a friendship that's similar to that or you have a relationship with someone who's making you feel like you're sacrificing yourself to keep the relationship alive, then that's an example of when your cup is going to not be full. It's going to be dry. And my recommendation for relationships, friendships or boyfriend or girlfriend um, is definitely to have that chat with the person if you feel like your cup is getting emptied from the relationship maybe sit down with them and be like hey I need to have more alone time or I just want you to know that I may be a little bit more distant for the next week or so because I'm really just wanting to go internal and work on myself and it doesn't mean you're ending the relationship it just means you're giving yourself more energy to just refill your cup and that's okay like I live with my boyfriend right now and I have had the conversation, like both of us have had this conversation where it can be really easy to want to spend all of our time together because we're best friends and we're living together and we are in love and that can quickly go very fast downhill because if we are always together, we're going to lose our own identities and we're also not going to have time to recover and to rebuild ourselves in alone time. So to fix this, we've chatted about this and we are working on giving each other space as we need and making sure we're doing the things that make ourselves feel good and not sacrificing that just so that we can spend more time with the other person. Um, also, something I wanted to say as well on this topic is If you are feeling like you're not taking care of yourself in a relationship, maybe sit down with the person and tell them that and be like, hey, I have a fun idea for us. Like maybe we could join a gym together or maybe we could start doing sweaty studio workouts together or maybe we could just start going on walks together or cooking. So that's another thing that I've started to do in my relationship is so transparently, I started dating this guy we started dating in December officially. And during this time, I was like partying my booty off. I was drinking a ton and I'd wake up super hungover and I did not feel like myself. And I felt like I kind of associated my boyfriend with like partying and going out and stuff because I'd come up to New York City and we'd like do that. And then we obviously did other stuff too, but I definitely like associated our relationship with like having fun and going out. And we actually sat down and we're like, okay, first of all, I haven't even talked about this on the podcast or told any of you guys this, but I am currently sober and I'm not drinking. I haven't drank since I want to say, I think it's like April. 
I don't even know. I haven't even kept track. But I stopped drinking because I was really, frankly, just tired of being hungover. And I just was tired of not feeling feeling like myself. So I stopped drinking. He also stopped drinking. And it was really good for us because all of a sudden we were like, let's join, let's join like Equinox together and let's start cooking and do HelloFresh together. Let's do yoga together, like breath work. So all of a sudden we've taken this one thing out of our relationship that was causing us both to not feel like ourselves because neither of us are party people, but we were for some reason just like partying our lives away, which was, it was super fun, but also like it was not sustainable. And now all of a sudden, like, we have replaced that and crowded it out with doing things that are very wellness and beneficial for both of us individually as well as our own relationship our relationship as well and I want to like also just put it in there that I still like we still love to like go out and have fun we go to concerts all the time we do music festival together we go to clubs together but we both are not drinking and honestly it's been so refreshing just seeing that you can still have fun and go out and be social and be a young 22 year old and not have to be hammered doing it. So if you've been considering maybe just not drinking and you also don't feel like you're being connected to your body when you're drinking, like this is just me telling you, you don't have to drink to have fun and you don't have to drink to still go out and be with your friends. And yes, sometimes I feel FOMO and I feel like I'm missing out because I'm not drinking, but I can guarantee like when I was drinking, I also felt the same way. I felt FOMO for not feeling connected to my body. And at the end of the day, like it comes down to what do you want and don't drink because you feel like you have to fit in. Like that is stupid. And honestly, when you look back, when you're older, you're going to regret that. So That's like my little rant about drinking or not drinking. I don't know if I'll drink again in the future. I have no idea. But for now, it's been really, really refreshing just to feel connected to my body again because I was feeling so disconnected. So anyway, that's what really helped my relationship now. And honestly, like I feel like we are thriving because we've been so mindful about taking care of ourselves on an individual level. And yeah, I just have that chat with like your friends or your significant other. If you're feeling like that relationship is maybe leading you down a path that you don't feel great in and you don't want to leave that relationship. Does that make sense? Cool. (laughs) Also, if you want to have more, like if you want me to chat more about relationships, like I totally will. And just let me know. I always love taking episode requests. Just DM me on Healthy But Human Pod and send me your requests for episodes, and I'll make sure they happen. We'll get into like a juicy relationship episode soon, I promise. I have so much to tell you about that topic. Anyway, the next thing that can cause a disconnect is following routines that are not right for your body, and I have talked about this so much, but the health and wellness world in particular often pushes things that are labeled as the only way, or you must do this to see this result. And I want to just sit here, break that down and tell you for a fact, as someone who is an entrepreneur in the health and wellness world, it is a freaking marketing scheme, my gal. All of it is a marketing scheme to get you to pull out your credit card, type in the numbers, press purchase, and boom. I know. They're not thinking about you. When someone wants to sit there and tell you that you have to do that to get an hourglass figure or to lose weight, to feel like confident in yourself, if someone is telling you that is how you're going to fix what you're going through and to fix what you're going through, you have to change your body. 
they literally are just wanting your money and it's so sad and heartbreaking but like I genuinely went through that phase and I was sucked into those traps too and I want to also just say something too it's like a lot of fad diets are actually tested on just men and women who have already gone through menopause so a lot of the fad diets that claim they work for women they have not been tested on women who still have their periods and are still able to have children. They're done on women who have already gone through menopause. So the hormone levels are totally different on the women that they have been tested on. And if you don't believe me, look it up. It's insane and it'll blow your mind. So it's like they make claims that different diets will work for you, but they probably won't because these these diets are done on people that like are not going through the same things your body's currently going through and it's literally insane a lot of stuff is only tested on males too and it's crazy like men have a totally different composition of hormones in their body and they're not built the same as women like men need to eat different things than women and need different levels of things to be healthy than women do women need to eat different things during the different phases of their cycle to be healthy and we'll get into that but it's really crazy and I just want to like the point being is you're a bio individual which means that no one else on this planet their body is created exactly like yours which is really cool but as a result like you have to start to be mindful about things that make you feel good versus not and maybe you're like Callie how do I know if a routine is right for my body like a different fitness like workout plan or an eating plan whatever and I will tell you this it's all trial and error and I know it seems really daunting but you have to just try out different things and listen to how your body feels during the workout or during the meal and after the workout or after the meal so we're going to start with workouts for example when I first got into fitness I was doing the workouts so I was a figure skater and as a result my coaches had different workout plans for us to do and so I was very very thrown into doing a lot of like hit training and I'd also do lifting as well to strengthen my muscles and I had a plan um, I was working the personal trainer and I also was working with my coaches as well in group classes and at the time it definitely worked for me I was literally having to learn how to jump super high and rotate my body and spin in the air and land on a blade like it worked the training that they were doing for me worked but I started having a lot of injuries I was growing at the time and my muscles were I think it was my bones were growing faster than my muscles and I got Osgood slaughter in my knees which led to having chronic tendonitis so I eventually had to stop doing all the workouts that I was initially doing and I started doing low impact workouts like bar and I was doing a little bit of yoga as well. So at this time I wasn't very focused. So this is when I was like, I think I was like 12, 13 and I wasn't that focused on exercising to look a certain way. Cause I was very, very into training for fi- figure skating, but basically like once I slowed down on training, I moved to a different city and I had a lot of weight gain. I think a lot of it was going through puberty as well as slowing down on my training hours. And I got very, very, like, I felt very, very low confidence in my body. And I went back to doing the workouts that I thought were always the right thing to do, like lifting at the gym, doing lots of cardio, hit, whatever. And people have told me, well, obviously you didn't see results because all those things don't work together. But I, the point of it is this. 
You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is Chase Tree Berry Extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, Feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Cali at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Cali for 15% off today. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All of the workouts I was doing did not make my body feel good. I would do a hit class and I would leave the class feeling so energetically drained. I had no energy. I'd go home and sleep for hours. And then I'd go and I'd also lift sometimes. And my knees would hurt so bad. I'd have to go home and ice my knees. And on top of it, doing hours of cardio, I genuinely was like, I'm doing this to lose weight. And it was just so toxic. I didn't feel good. And so eventually I got back into doing bar and and found Pilates as well. And all of a sudden my body would be craving the workouts. I would do the workouts and have fun. And I would leave the class feeling like, oh my gosh, I want to go back. That was so much fun. And on top of it, my body wasn't hurting in a bad way. It was feeling really good. And that's just like an example of how you can find the workouts that are right for you. And like now for cardio, I primarily just walk because I love to run. Don't get me wrong. I love running, especially when I'm mad. Oh my gosh. Running when you're mad is like nothing, nothing compares to it. But um, unfortunately, my knees are still messed up from skating. So I find that walking is the next best thing for me and I love it so much. So I'll walk for cardio. Sometimes I dance. I literally did a Zumba class, you guys, the other day at Equinox. It was so fun and I loved it. So it's like doing and finding exercise that's actually fun for you. And like this just goes on to anything in life, doing more things that are fun, doing a job that's fun for you. I don't know, just like adding more fun into your life. So that's like a whole other thing. But that's an example of like how you can find a fitness routine that's good for your body and works for you. If you have any more questions, like please, please, please reach out to me. And also I would love to like give you a little trial at my studio. And I I want you to know too, it's like I'm never the person that's going to be like, oh, like I am only going to tell you this so that you pay and you join the membership and I get money. No, no, no. I created this studio literally to help you and I made it very affordable so that more people can join it. I could have priced it a lot higher, but I just wanted to price it where more people can join it and actually find Pilates and actually find a workout that is really good and feels good on their body and helps them. Like everything I do is to help you. And I just want you to know it from the bottom of my heart. Like it's coming from a very genuine place. And anyway, so I have like a seven day trial. You can try it out and see if it works for you. And if you don't like it, you can cancel it. So there's really no strings attached to that. But I just wanted to put that in there. If you're feeling like, okay, where should I start? Like I would just start with Pilates and see if it works for you. Um, okay. Now I want to get into like eating. So there's a lot of fad diets, like I mentioned, for eating. And something that is really awesome for feeling connected in your body is intuitive eating slash mindfully eating. Basically, intuitive eating is when you are listening to your body's cravings and times that your body is feeling hungry and you are eating the foods that are going to satisfy the cravings as well as satisfy your hunger. So there's different principles to intuitive eating. I'm not going to go over them, but you can look them up if you really want to know. But for me, I like to just keep things very simple. And I practice probably more of a mindful eating style. I honestly think they're pretty hand in hand, but it's pretty much eating really slowly. So making sure you're chewing your food like 20 times a bite, 
you don't have to count just like chewing your food really well not like scarfing down your food because when you do that your body actually has a hard time figuring out when it's full you'll find yourself typically eating a lot and then all of a sudden you like stop eating and you're like oh my gosh I'm so full I feel like I'm gonna explode I am I trust me I struggle with that all the time but when you're mindfully eating you're eating slowly you're not on your phone you're not watching something you're just focused on your food and you're focused on making sure your body is feeling satisfied. So an example of honoring your body's cravings would be, okay, so an example of this would be like, before I get my period, I am always craving like chocolate. And something that I do is I don't deprive myself from eating chocolate before my period because there's something in chocolate that my body is needing. And I'll get some dark chocolate and I'll eat it. Maybe I'll eat I don't even know, but I'll, I'll always have chocolate before my period. Cause I, my body like needs something in chocolate. So that's what I do. Other times I've found my body is actually really, really craving like leafy greens. And I figured out that's iron levels. I'm definitely low in iron. So in that moment when I, okay. And this is like something I do. This is like so crazy. I'll be in the grocery store and I'll just be like by the lettuce and my mouth is watering. And to me, that's a signal that my body is needing something in the lettuce because it's craving it. So I will get the lettuce and I'll eat it. And typically that craving goes away. So that's an example of honoring your cravings. And maybe you're like, but Callie, I always am craving like chips and junk food and all that stuff. And I don't know what to do. I want to eat healthier to feel better because I eat that food and I feel terrible afterwards. So that is another example of mindfully eating is, you know, you don't feel good after you eat something. So you crowd it out. I love to use the word crowd out instead of cut out because it makes it less restrictive. When you're crowding something out, you're adding something in that's going to push that out of your diet. So an example of this could be let's just use like the quote unquote junk food or food makes you not feel good. So let's say you're eating a lot of super, super buttery popcorn and it's making your stomach really hurt because you're really sensitive to lactose. So in this situation, I would say, okay, so maybe what you could do is you could find popcorn that, I love Skinny Pop. It's, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's dairy-free and they have like white cheddar flavor. It's really good. So I would say eat that instead of eating this super buttery popcorn and see how it makes you feel. So if you eat the skinny pop instead and it makes your body feel better, that's an example of intuitively eating, listening to your body, listening to what you need and eating it. So there's so much more resources out there on intuitive eating. I want to put it out there. I'm not a nutritionist. I am a holistic health coach, but if you have really specific nutrition related questions, I would absolutely find a nutritionist in your area or online and work with them and make a plan that works for you. But that's just something that's really helped me a lot. And then also something that I want to chat about, another routine thing, finding a routine that is right for your body is cycle syncing. So if you're a woman and you're not on hormonal birth control and you are naturally, your body is just naturally flowing, then you can practice cycle syncing. And this is awesome. And I want to just briefly go over it. I can also make an episode more on this. So cycle syncing is basically doing workouts eating and planning your work around your cycle. So as women, we have four different phases of our cycle. We have the menstrual phase. That is when you have your bleed or first day of your period until last day of your period. 
After you have your period, you have your follicular phase, which is a time of when your hormone levels are starting to rise again. You're going to start to feel more energized and that's leading up to ovulation. So ovulation is when your body actually releases the egg and that is when you can get pregnant. So I would say up to like five days before you ovulate is like the window when you can get pregnant. And then that's when the sperm still lives inside you and then it can fertilize the egg and boom, baby. So obviously I want to like throw it out there too. I'm not a doctor, but this is just stuff that I've learned and picked up along the years. I'm chatting with my friends who are doctors, but please never use my advice as medical advice. If you are very, very interested in getting pregnant or preventing pregnancy, I would look at other resources. One of my great friends, Maddie Miles, has so much out there on cycle syncing and the natural fertility awareness method. So definitely check that out. But after the ovulation phase, when your body is like, you're feeling like your peak energy, like, yes, I feel awesome. I feel good in my body, confident. My sex drive is super high. Then you have your luteal phase, which is the longest phase of your cycle. It is a couple of weeks leading up to your period. You're going to start to feel your energy levels slowly decrease. Your appetite may be increasing as well. I find I get super hungry the week before my period. It's so funny. And this is when you are just, your body's prepping to have your menstrual cycle and it repeats. So it's really cool because we're like four different people during our entire month. So I love the cycle syncing method because it really makes you feel a lot connected to your body and you understand yourself and you understand why are you feeling in certain ways that you're feeling. Like before I used to get really annoyed because I'd be so depressed before my period. And then I started to realize it's okay. It's just my body. It's my luteal phase. I'm prepping for my period and I just slow down and I'm kind to myself in the process. So cycle syncing is awesome because you can also do workouts based on your energy levels. So I have a whole video on it on my studio and I will definitely link it in the show notes and I'll also record another episode on this because like this episode is already getting pretty long. But also you guys, I have a lot of episodes actually that we chat about cycle syncing. I have Maddie Miles on the podcast. So you guys can check out those episodes for more details on cycle syncing. It's really cool and truly has changed my life with feeling more connected to my body. So def check it out. Okay. So now we're going to move on to point number three of what causes you to feel disconnected to your body. And this one is huge. Oh my gosh. Watching people's lives more than your own. I love the phrase consume less, create more. I'm not talking about food guys. I would never say that. I'm talking about social media consumption, social media and just media consumption in general. So when I say create more, I mean, create your life, live your life instead of watching other people's lives so much. And I'm not saying that you should never go on social media. I love social media. Like I have moments where I love it. Like Pinterest is my favorite social media platform by far because it's super inspiring and it helps me have ideas and things that I can do to add and make my life better. But it's when you're looking at social media and you go down that cycle of looking at everyone else's life and feeling sorry for yourself and feeling like your life is not enough. That is what I'm talking about as something that makes you disconnected to your body and to your life. Because in their moments, you are connected to someone else's life. You're invested in what they're doing. You're not invested in what you're doing. Even watching reality TV too much or watching too much just movies and TV in general, we're so invested in what other people are doing that we are not listening to what we should be doing and living our precious, beautiful lives. So I want to challenge you this week to give yourself social media boundaries. You can actually set in your settings a time limit to go on Instagram and you can set like 30 minutes, an hour, whatever. 
I really challenge you to do that and to abide by it. Tell a friend you're doing it. Have someone hold you accountable. Tell me you're doing it. I'll hold you accountable because I promise you when you look back, when you're about to, you're on your deathbed, not to get all sad, but when you are looking back on your life, I guarantee one thing you're going to say, I wish I had done differently was how much time you spent on your phone. I actually saw a TikTok the other day of Paris Hilton and it was talking about, she was talking about, I guess the era of time before social media. And it was like one of those things where I can't remember the actual trend it was, but she was like literally nothing compared to it. When you just no social media, no worries to be posting things like nothing compared. And honestly, I think that we should all challenge ourselves to spend less time looking at other people's lives and spend more time creating memories for ourselves and really embracing this life that God has given us. So that is point number three. Point number four is your energy is too low or your emotions are too low. So that this is something that also causes disconnect is when our energy levels are not vibing. Something that can lead to having low energy is not getting enough sleep at night or the sleep quality you're getting. And I want to just quickly chat about sleep is everyone needs different hours of sleep. So you can't say every person needs nine hours, hours of sleep to be the best that they can possibly be. No, it really just depends on the person. For me, my happy number is definitely eight to nine hours, but this also depends on the quality of sleep I'm getting. If I sleep and I feel like I'm having nightmares all night or I'm just sleeping very lightly, then it's just not like it's just not good quality of sleep and I still don't feel good that day. So this also comes to caffeine consumption, LOL to my rant at the beginning of the podcast about caffeine. But if you are drinking caffeine after like 3 p.m., then it's absolutely going to affect your sleep cycles. And it's really important as well to make sure that you are not on your phone or you're limiting your screen time about an hour before bed. One of my favorite podcasts that I listened to about sleep was on the Skinny Confidential. It was with, I think it was Andrew Huberman, and it was super, 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 super interesting about sleep, and I learned so much, and if you're very interested in more of the science behind how to get good sleep, I definitely listened to the episode. It's really cool, and you learn a lot about science. Also, something that can affect your energy is having too much stress in your body, so things that can cause stress are obviously work, worrying about the future, worrying about the past. And also when you're putting too much stress on your body physically, like you're doing too much, you're overexerting yourself or you're exercising too much, or you're just eating foods that are leading to a lot of inflammation in your body. So definitely prioritizing, reducing the stress as well. I love to do things that are mindful throughout the day, like giving myself pauses, breaks to just sit and breathe. I also love doing yoga as well, or just gentle stretching on my body. And I also love just going outside and going on walks, just not listening to anything, just walking and just being present and just, yeah, just being off my phone, honestly. And also it's really important to think about what is giving you energy versus what is taking away energy. There is a lot of really cool like charts on Pinterest that I found for energy givers versus energy takers. And I would challenge you to start thinking in your life, what is what gives me energy in my day? Maybe it is going to coffee with a friend who is really inspiring and really positive. Maybe 
an energy taker is consuming too much social media or overworking yourself and not giving yourself enough breaks. Another energy taker could be eating foods that don't make your body feel good and put a lot of inflammation on it. Like for me last night, I ate too much dairy and as a result, I was sitting on the toilet for probably an hour in severe hunched over pain as my stomach was cramping and not to be TMI as I was pooping my pants. But <laughs> you know what I mean though? It's super important to be careful and to really listen to your body because you can really feel when your energy levels are changing. And also I just wanted to like tap back into how you're just talking to yourself too. Your own self-talk can be an energy taker or it could be an energy giver. It could go either way here. So being very careful and mindful about how you speak to yourself. I also heard a really cool quote the other day from my friend Susie Moore's podcast. And it was about the happiest people in life, what they do. The happiest people in life are the least judgmental. And I started to think about if I being a judgmental person when I'm walking around and I noticed that I kind of was, and that led to me to look internally at myself and see how I was speaking to myself. I was being judgmental to myself. And as a result, I was judging people around me. So it's important to look at how you are speaking to yourself and also how you are living your life in your head as well. Is your mind clean? Is your mind kind? Or is your mind just sitting around being negative and picking apart every single person and everything in your day? Boom, mic drop. That leads me to my next point, our final point of the podcast, self-talk. Your self-talk can cause you to feel disconnected from your body. If you're ripping yourself apart into shreds every time you look at a, a photo of yourself or, a pic or yourself in front of a mirror, obviously you're not going to like your body and obviously you're going to feel disconnected from yourself. Remember that queen energy I was talking about at the beginning of the episode? That queen energy is when you feel good in your body. You feel like you're in your body. You're treating and talking to your body like it's a temple. And if you feel like you've been really struggling with self-talk, I want to remind you this. That really helped me. And I read this in Sadie Robertson's Live on Purpose devotional. I would recommend it to literally anyone ever. It's so good. How when we're comparing ourselves to someone else or we're being mean to ourselves, it's essentially the same as standing in front of a piece of artwork and the artist is right next to you and you are ripping their artwork to shreds. You are like, wow, that sucks. That art is horrible. Imagine your art, the artist is your friend, actually. Imagine your friend wanted to show you her artwork and you're like, ugh, so bad, so ugly. Like, ew, why on earth would you paint it in that color why on earth would you make this that shape why on earth would you add that detail that's so ugly you are an idiot that is essentially what you are doing to god when you stand in front of the mirror and rip yourself apart like actually you are god's beautiful creation god created you in his own image like think about how powerful that is there is no one else on this planet like you. You are so special and so beautiful. And I want you to just look at yourself in the mirror right now. And I want you to start to look at yourself. Look at the curves in your body. Look at your skin color. Look at the hair on your arms. Look at your eyes, the shape of them. Your eyelashes. Look how long or short they are. Just the length of them. And look at your eyebrows. Oh my gosh, just look at them. Like, there are so many details that went into creating you 
And this is just, we're just looking at the exterior of you. Like think about everything that's inside of you too. Think about all of your organs, all of your muscles, all of your bones, all of your cells. We're made up of cells. We're made up of so many cells. It's crazy. There's so many fine details that are in, that worked together to create you. And it's so insanely cool that no one else is like you. As women, we already have so many pressures on us every single day. We're going through a lot of hormone changes. We're taking care of children. We're taking care of our pets, of ourselves, of so many people. Women in general love to help other people and take care of people. And that's what's so cool about us is like women are really, really cool. And like we already have so much that we deal with on the daily basis and we're so strong. And like the fact that we have society out there, like pushing constant marketing messages on us, trying to make us feel like we're not enough or we're not beautiful and that we should not be confident in our body unless we change this all about us. That is just so, it's just so stupid. And no wonder we feel disconnected from our bodies. We're constantly being told that we should look differently and feel differently and do this or do that in order to feel a certain way. I mean, maybe you were already feeling confident before and then someone had to rip your outfit to shreds and now you're in your head about it. Like, I just want you to give yourself grace for one second. And I just want you to truly like go back to the roots of things. When you were born, before you had anything taint you, anything tell you weren't you weren't enough just like think about yourself as a baby you were so beautiful and so innocent and so pure and God's creation whenever I'm feeling low self-esteem or I'm feeling disconnected from my body and I just feel like nothing is helping me I always love to just go back to the roots and go back to God who created me And thanking God for everything he did for me and how he made me look and how he made me inside and out. And just, oh, I just love to look at it like that. I mean, end of the day, like we are a soul, our bodies are temples and we're in our, in our bodies on the, on the planet. And it's really important to just look at our bodies like that. Our bodies are literally getting us through our our day-to-day basis. They're, they're walking us around. They're, Like our body is really, really cool. And I just want you to start looking at your body a little bit differently. Less of, I want to change my body. Ugh, look at me. Like I I want you to start talking to yourself like God, I mean, God is right there. Talking to yourself and seeing yourself as created in God's image. Hyping yourself up, being kind to yourself, talking to yourself like you would a best friend. You know? So I just have a few more things that would help you with your self-talk besides praying to God when you feel low. That's giving yourself a high five in the mirror in the morning. Trust me, it helps. Mel Robbins created that idea and it's a genius idea. I love it. Complimenting yourself in the mirror. Like I said, look at yourself and be like, oh my gosh, look at my eyes. Look how freaking beautiful they are. They're so, so pretty today. Dressing to feel good. This is like such a big one. (laughs) I have recently realized the value of putting on outfits that you feel good in, not dressing for anybody else. I don't care if you just came out of a relationship and you want to dress like to attract attention of that guy you have a crush on now. No, no, like girl, 
literally dress to impress yourself just to feel good if someone's telling you that that outfit is making you look fat honestly literally ignore them ignore them I was slut shamed last week by this woman on the street for wearing a workout set that I was feeling so confident in and I let her break down my confidence for five minutes I started to question what I was wearing and feel bad in myself and before I was feeling so good you guys I was feeling so confident I loved my outfit I just want you to not let someone else's opinion someone else's voice kill your sparkle kill your confidence do not let that happen like life is too short to let other people's opinions dictate how we dress and how we do things in our life to make us feel so dress in that cute ass dress to feel confident in your body don't do it for that guy don't do it for that girl do it for you buy that cute little tennis skirt because you think you would feel amazing and confident and love your outfit like literally stop listening to what everyone is saying would make you feel good start doing things that you know will make you feel good like for me curling my eyelashes putting mascara on I don't know something about it just makes me feel so good so anyway that is my rant I know I got very like heated there but honestly like I I just wish I could go back to when I was 15 and tell myself all of these pieces of advice that I've picked up from the past seven years of my life. I'm only 22 and I'm so glad I've learned this stuff now and not when I'm 40. I'm so glad I've learned this stuff now and I'm working on it now and I'm not perfect. I still struggle with feeling disconnected from my body all the time but I want you to know that I'm always here for you and I am your best friend, your online BFF. And I just want you to know that like, I'm seriously always here for you. If you're ever going through something as silly as it may seem, please DM me. I have girls all the time reaching out about boyfriend issues, girlfriend issues, about feeling low confidence in their body before a pool party. Like nothing is stupid and everything you feel is so valid. And I want you to know that, that I'm always here for you. I'm here to listen to you. And I just want you to know that we also have a community you can join. We have an awesome group chat of really, really badass supportive women. I'll link it in the show notes below. And it's such a fun group chat. You guys definitely join it. If you want to feel more connected with other women who are going through our fitness journeys and feel in similar ways and dealing with similar things on a day-to-day basis as you, it's awesome. And I hope you, I hope you love it. But yeah, I really hope this episode was helpful. I am so happy that it is 50 minutes long. That's amazing. And I really truly hope that everything in this episode resonated with you and is just going to add something to your day in life. I truly, everything I share online is not for me, it's for you. And I want to help other people with my stories and experiences. So trust me, girl, like I'm always here for you. I said it a thousand times, but I am. And you know where to find me, Instagram, Healthy But Human Pod. Tag me listening to the episodes. Make sure you leave a kind review for the podcast. It really helps a lot. And I say that because I just want this podcast to reach as many people as possible to help change people's lives and just help fix the stigma we have around our bodies and around fitness in general. So anyway, I hope you have the best day. I can't wait to chat with you again next week. And as always, just keep shining, my queen. Keep being amazing, sharing love into the world, sharing love to yourself. And yeah, here for you always. And I love you so much. Bye. 
Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.